you never see somebody with a terrible, disfigured body and then a gorgeous face. Like, that just doesn't happen. <laughs> it does happen. Have you ever looked at Cindy Crawford? Her body is hideous and she's gorgeous. Right, exactly. Um. <laughs> and you're looking at me like, is this legit? I have never seen Cindy Crawford's body. <laughs> so I was thinking about the term butterface today. Yes. Which I first heard about in college. and It was invented at Hamilton College. Yeah, right. Um, just so gross and... and Sexualized sex- and... Well, it's and- sexist. It's so pompous. Like... I can get with her, this girl. Like, she's a terrible body. She's a great body, but I'll still get with her because I'm right. Just, like, even though her face, is, her right. face is so hideous. But there isn't a butter body. Show me a butter body. I think I kind of have a butter body. I have a really good-looking face. It's shocking. People turn <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, and then like, oh, she's a butter body. They look at my ass. Oh, they look at my body. my pigeon-toed feet. My yeah. toe fungus. Yeah, but but birds can fly. <laughs> so I'm a butter body. I don't put you in that. Well, you're just being kind right now because it's a late hour and you're hopeful. I don't think you. So s- you think the lady in white? There's no way she's a butter body. Is your point? Well, I guess you're saying she, I'm incorrect that she could have a good-looking face and a and, and a hunched-over Quasimodo body. I mean, the only person I could think of that is a butter body, which is somebody who has an amazing, is Janet Reno. The only one. Janet Reno's good-looking face and, and yeah. weirdly Frankensteinian body. Right, like, I who, mean, has, she's who has a really wacky body? You're like, oh my God, that woman would be very attractive, <laughs> except she has that well, weird-ass well, body. Well, here's what I will say. I think you could look at someone who's very heavy and see that they could be... They could have could beauty be behind it. But they don't have it. Well, they're almost a butter body. Like Kelly Clarkson is almost a butter body for you. You used to have such a the hots for Kelly Clarkson because of her face. And then she got heavy. Yeah. So she's a butter body to you. Not anymore. I wouldn't make right. out with her. Like right. ooh, but I would make there out was with a her period butter, of time butter. when it was she was a not yet a butter body that you were into her. Yeah. But she was going butter body. I wonder if she has a song named Butter Body. <laughs> I mean, we could write it for her and then send it to her on her Instagram. We could sing it. We could perform it in in like masks. The song Butter Body masks, is like a kid's song. In Butter Lamb masks. Okay. Butter Butter A podcast Butter Butter Up. With parents, but up, up, but up, who think they're really funny, but up, up, but up, you decide, but up, up, but up, you share it, but up, up, but up, you listen all through the night. I'm going to tell you a little story about my day today, and it's going to be like this segment should be called Under the Hood. It's stuff that you would never get to know because you're a man. So I had my yearly gynecological appointment. Dun, dun, dun. And women out there, you should do this. It's important because guess what? The inside of a woman is a hotbed for cancer, basically. They check your boobs. They check your cervix. They like, they're groping all up in there. I mean, it's like, it's a full-on 
unpleasant massage. I mean, there's touching everywhere on your body. To the point where the nurse practitioner pointed out my umbilical hernia today. She's like, oh, feel this. You feel that? I'm like, yes, I'm aware I have an umbilical hernia. Fucking three children. Doi. So anyway, I go to my yearly gynecological appointment. It's it's all gropey. You know, boobs are groped. There's a student in the room. She does the groping. I consent to let her do the groping. I mean, there's like all this crazy stuff that men don't go through. I mean, it's not the same. Do they ask you, like, do you, do you palpate your balls to make sure that you have no lumps? No. What, my, is that like a non-manly thing to do? No, my PA asked if I had a family history of... of prostate cancer. I said, no. He said, okay, well, we're going to put you in the less risky. And it's only when, when you get older, you get groped at the doctor's office. There, well, I don't know if things have changed, but he said that there is a test that they do with the blood work that when it drops or when it See, rises. It's, so, it's so, so easy for men. So easy. So anyway, I, they also make you like you walk into the room, they take your blood pressure, which I always get rave reviews for my blood pressure. Though today I was very nervous because I had gone to get my employee health physical a few weeks ago and my blood pressure apparently was so off kilter that the woman, the nurse who had been taking it said, how many cups of coffee did you have today? I was like, I, I don't know. Or oh, your blood pressure was higher than normal? It was crazy high. And I don't, I have normally like the comment about that's great blood pressure. You have an incredibly slow pulse. I'm basically dead. Like so did every she time. Check, chalk that up to coffee? That yes. was okay? It wasn't okay, but she said, this is a fluke. I'm looking at your history. You never have had blood pressure right. like this. And I was a little chatty. I'm a very chatty so person. So high blood pressure isn't quickly onset. Something. It can be. That's called white coat syndrome, where people's, like those basic tests that happen for you when you go in, like they listen to your heart. They take your blood pressure. White coat syndrome is you just hate seeing the doctor so much that those things get skewed. Oh, no, that's not my question. Oh. My question is she immediately said that this is... Um, oh, because she could tell I was talking endlessly. So, so she It was my endless talking and my high blood pressure that she said how many cups of coffee so you had So she didn't want you to like calm down so she can get an accurate reading? She drew the connection to... You won't shut the fuck up to, how much coffee have you had today? How much did you have today? Today, today? At least six cups. I, I don't want you to, don't get to the accusing me of drinking all the coffee face. I'm not done with my gynecological story. Oh, okay, then what was it? Because I want to know if it wasn't that. I just want to say that I'm getting into the iced coffee phase of the year, which oh I God, love. Oh my God, that's such a nice thing to say, and I was so ready to be mad at you. I know. I'm sorry. I'm Go sorry. on, tell me more um, about your doctor. So... I met the gynecologist that you go into the room. They say, we're going to take your blood pressure and blah, blah, blah. Anything changed? No, 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 blah, blah. And then they say, put on this this gown and make sure it opens at the front. And then put it like a thing over your waist. And so you're sitting there in this gown. It's like, I mean, it's designed for a 700-pound woman. Like, it fits. Pl- I've got plenty of room It's in. also like just five-ply it's toilet towel. paper. It's toilet paper. Yeah. Basically, it's like wearing... tissue paper. The stuff you put on the yeah, toilet yeah, yeah. seat. Yeah, yes, exactly. It is. A, it's a toilet seat liner. <laughs> it's a toilet seat liner Cover. gown. Yeah. It's a gown made out of toilet seat liner. So anyway, a TSL gown they call it. And as I'm sitting there waiting, because then that person leaves, waiting for the nurse practitioner to come in, there's a sign on the wall that they're now advertising for products at the gynecologist, and you've been there because it's like Vagisil. Like Botox. 
And they have it's these, a different type of product. They have these two. <laughs> true. They have these two different ad campaigns, and one of them implies that Botox cures like psychological problems, pain in your hips, pain in your toes, huh. small lips. I mean, it's like basically Botox is going to be like the cure all. Does Botox um, render nerves? So I want to, hold on, this is part of my question, but I want to tell you more about the signage first. So then the second sign was before pictures and after pictures of people that have had Botox in different parts of their bodies. So you see this woman whose chin is saggy, and then the picture is like it's taut. Um, A woman who's got crazy bat wings, so she's got her bat wing, and then it's smaller, it's tighter to her skin. So she's still got the bat wing, but it's like a little bit smaller. And then, and then this woman's eyes, so around her eyes, and honestly, I could not tell the difference. I couldn't tell which one was the before and which one was the after. I was like, so wait, which one's the better one? Because they both the look terrible. The eyebrow and under eye area, that was like 100% of their business at first, right? Like in between the eyebrows or something? Was that right? Yeah, like the face. Well, yeah. lips. Lips. Right. A lot of lips. So, so that... It got me thinking about the fact that I I know someone who is in her 30s and gets Botox regularly in her forehead, which I'm like stunned that that's a thing. Like you're 33 years old and... Is that a coworker of yours? Yeah. And then, but then I've really been thinking, so you're saying how does Botox work? And I guess I've always imagined it was some sort of injection of a thing into your body. So then all I'm thinking is... Where is that going? But it I, I go think you're right. I think you're right. It's just paralyzing. No, because it puffs things up permanently, as well. That's what I don't think it's lips. permanent. That's the thing. I don't think it's permanent. I think yeah. it dissipates. I don't know. But what the fuck is Botox? The shit people do to each other, or do for each other, like on each other, on themselves. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't know what you mean, but now I do. I went to J. Crew factory yesterday to return an item of clothing. And standing in front of me was a woman that I had no idea what her age was because she was in front of me. But she was making a lot of small talk with the woman behind the counter as she was checking her out. And then looked down and said, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. The, show show the sticker, the thing she put, the, the adhesive, I don't even know what you would call it. The, uh, the thing I put on my chest to relieve, to relieve my chest wrinkles overnight is still on. And she ripped it off her chest. What? <laughs> so, do you know what I'm talking about? There's something that women apparently put on their chest to, to reduce chest wrinkles? How do you reduce wrinkles? Wrinkles are a result of extra skin and like a loosening of the skin. What, what, what does that even mean? I don't, I don't know, know what you're saying right now. She said, right oh my now. god, it's still on. I wear it overnight. And she went... It's like a Bior nose right. strip, but it's for your chest? I don't know what it is. And then she turned around, and she was probably like a mid-60s, late-60s woman. Probably hasn't given up. Was she mortified? <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. At a certain was age, she, you just give up. Was she, was she... Not Al Pacino, as we've already talked about. What... She didn't know that I hurt her, I don't think. So did she rip it off, like, with a whole hand? And she had to I like, couldn't see. And then it she had to hide it. Couldn't see. Wow. When I was leaving the gynecologist, I they make you wait. So the so the first 
patient goes up to the desk to make their next appointment. But they make you wait a certain distance so that you're not hearing them talk about their protected health information. Yeah, of course. Which is obviously near and dear to my heart. So, but this woman is talking to the receptionist for so long about her next appointment that now the patients are bunching up at the back. Ooh. Like, we're in a we're in a line. And Dr. Pawalski walks by me. And if you remember, he delivered... Maybe he only delivered the same one of our OBGYN you always go to? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe he only delivered one of our children. And the other two were delivered by other people. Yes, that's correct. But Dr. Pawalski. Weissman. A midwife. Oh right, 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 right. Okay, right. Third one. right. Weissman is a woman? What the third one was a midwife. Weissman was the the white haired guy. Yeah, and then what's his name also came in during the labor on the third one. Right. But he, but Pawalski was probably who we saw almost every visit yeah. until, until I had to transfer right. my care from the third one, whatever. So he's he like I remember him obviously because it was a big deal that I had three children and he helped the process. But he's looking at me and he's like, "Huh? Do I know her?" And he said to me, "Can I see your vagina?" To mean like that's how he's gonna recognize me. What? He said, I need to look under the hood to know. Oh, so you, okay. He Wait, didn't. Are you being serious right now? Yes. Okay. He said, he said, you look familiar, but I need to look under the hood to know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, God. I was in absolute shock that you, you would have said that. I was trying to car- compartmentalize that and put it into the... Yes, he said that category, and it was getting so hard to do that. It was like putting a square peg in a round hole, because I wanted to believe you, because you said it so convincingly. And then I'm like, the, a, a doctor said that? And my first thought is, is she going to get fired from this? Like, would that be a fireable right, all offense? all the other patients heard. Oh my God, yes, it would be a fireable offense. It's one thing to harass your patients in privacy, in private, when they've gone into a room with you because they trust you and no one, your word against theirs, and you went to medical school, so fuck them. I mean, you're going to be fine. But it's a whole other thing to do it in the waiting line. line. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, when the woman, I like, was so like, when I heard the I've wo- never seen you so stunned in all I my life. I was so stunned. It was similar to when the woman ripped off the thing and the woman on the counter, I didn't get to this, said, can I try that out? And she unbuttoned the top buttoner and she pushed it on. And she was asking her all these questions like, how long should I wear it for? With that woman's like With chest hair, like thing. her skin and chest hair so on, on her. That is so disgusting. That is the dumbest looking thing. Can you take a screenshot of that? I want Reduce to... chest wrinkles with just one application. That woman's been waiting for months. Before and after. No way. Where are those wrinkles going? They're, they're going into her armpits. 94% of people have smoother skin. 92 felt more hydration. Mm-hmm. And 89% saw fewer wrinkles. There are competitors that they do it for. But they only, they only interviewed two people, and that's how they came up with those percentages. Um, that is asinine. I, I, I have to tell you that the other thing that has been stunning me lately is someone else that I know and I think I was talking about this the other day with Aaron and Alyssa here I know somebody who has her eyebrows tattooed on right and and she told me that her her the person who does her eyebrow tattoos 
is in the business of permanent makeup. So she puts permanent lipstick with tattoos on people. She puts permanent lip liner and then permanent eyeliner, David. That's so crazy. She puts a fucking needle next to someone's eye and they let her. I mean, this is the vanity. I, it's it's, right, it's wild. Are... And I, I mean, I'm vain. I'm not going to pretend that I don't care how I look. But my fucking God. It's crazy town. Totally I think crazy town. That the idea that you wouldn't want your 12-year-old child doing this. <laughs> like, maybe you shouldn't do it yourself for a surgery like that. Oh, my God. Um, you mentioned that tattooing of your eyebrows includes... Slicing a little of your eye? Why yeah, is that? Why not just micro micro bleeding? Why can't they just tattoo your eyebrow? I have no idea. I I did not do my own independent research. You know that. I didn't like look like somebody tells me this. I just trust it and I repeat it to you. I don't know if that's <laughs> true. <laughs> um, isn't that the way great rumors get started? So anyway, I don't. I just think that you need to give up any sort of hope that I am going to do anything surgically or permanently to my body on a regular basis to make myself look younger. Like, I won't do it. I, I, On principle, I won't do it. The boob wrinkle thing is not surgery. It's basically surgery. You have to wear a sticker all night. You have to wear a sticker all night on your chest. You would you would want me to... You would, you, oh, yeah. You want to sleep next to me and try to cop a feel with me wearing a sticker on would my chest. Would you say that your um, retainers or whatever they're called, your mouth guards, are surgery? My you wear them every, yeah, you wear them every night. It's not basically But you put surgery. those in my mouth for me, so that oh, is God, so I would romantic. Never do that. I love when you do that. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna make you do it. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Fully Functional Parents. If you just can't get enough of us, check us out on Instagram at Fully Functional Parents. Please and thank you.